Hello, Swadi Cup, and welcome to the season finale episode here on Thai League Central. We got the whole crew back together again. Paul, Op, Gian, as well as myself, Ta. Glad that you can be joining us for this pod. It's been a very long season. It's finally here, episode 20, to wrap things up. We're gonna, you know, take a a bit of a, a different approach today to our podcast. Usually we discuss the latest news, give our takes on what's going on around Thai football. But today we're going to sit back. We're going to be a, a teacher. Uh, I mean, Paul, this is what you do on a daily basis. So we're going to grade. We're going to grade Thai league teams 1 to 16. We're going to give a letter grade to every single club. We've already done the splitting. So we've got four teams each. And yeah, let's let's see how this goes. Let's see how much we agree, how much we disagree. We'll also be discussing more towards the end after we give out our individual grades. So we're going to go one, two, three, four in that order. Paul's going to kick things off. Then we're going to go to Op, then myself, then Gian, pretty much by, by eight. So we'll give the, the senior the, the first go here. All right, <laughs> let's, let's look at the table. One, two, three, four. The first four we got... League champions, BG. Glad Op's not doing this one. Paul, you'll take BG. Op, followed by you doing Buiram. I'll do Port and Gian. Wrap us off with number four, Sing Cheng Rai United. All right, Paul, take it away. What's your letter grade for BG Potom this season? I think this is the easy one. Um, they've obviously scored an A plus plus, whatever, you, however high you can go, uh, they get the highest possible grade in the class. Uh, sensational season from them. I, th- I think most of my grading is going to be based a little bit on, you know, expectations versus what they achieved. Um, a comparison with the previous season as well, and BG just, you know, they've come up from the, the lower tier and they've won easily. Uh, losing just one game in the process, building an incredible defensive system with no stars in attack um, in the first half of the season. Um, Workman-like attacking players sometimes, a bit of flair from the likes of um, Sumanya. But, you know, um, everyone was was very surprised at how easily they won the league. Um, But you can't deny they completely deserved it. They had a good tactical system in place. And, you know, they overachieved as far as I'm concerned. They obviously made a couple of big buys and bringing in the likes of uh, Tunez, Cardoso, Sarat in midfield. But there's no doubt that um, they built that unit and they blitzed the opposition in the end, uh, winning all the big games, conceding few goals. So there's not much more I can say. They, they, they were clearly the best side in the league and they fully deserve the top marks. If you had to choose one player to stand out for them, it's, it's quite difficult. But I think, um, you know, obviously Tunez and Fandi in defence were standouts um, in midfield. I thought Titi Pan had a really good season. Um, Santi Pat at right back, but Victor Cardoso probably um, take him out of the team, and I don't know if they I don't know if they win the league even because mm-hmm. his his goals were so vital. Um, I know he scored a lot of penalties, but even so, when he at the big moments he scored a lot of big goals, and without that threat from the back, the system might just not have worked as well as it did. Yeah, so fair fair grading there. I don't think. 
anybody's going to disagree with you, Paul. No, not a lot of people expected BG to win the league at the beginning of the season, and they won it by quite a lot. So let's shift now to op second place, Buiram. Rough start to the season, but in the end, they made that final push and earned second spot for Gama's men. What is your grade for them? I'm going to give Buriram United a C- minus for the 2020-21 slash season. Basically, I think the most disappointing aspect of their season is their transfer policy. Because they've spent so much resources trying to recruit quality players to bounce back from Chiang Rai winning the league last season, and they failed tremendously like like bad in in that area. I'll go through some names we might forget because it's it, it's been a long season. <laughs> I mean, they started the season with their three foreigners was um, Jung Jae Yong, the South Korean defensive midfielder, and then. The fun two was Bernardo Cuesta and then Ricardo Bueno. I <laughs> then they're gone after like three or four game, league games, and then they brought in Marco Sepovich, who's like we've seen him live. You know the 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 TLC team have watched him live against BG, and in other big games he doesn't really look convincing. Although there are glimpses of brilliance but he doesn't cut it and then let go and then Renato Kelic who did alright and then they sent him out on loan to Shonuri where he did far better than what he did at Buriram and then there's Akbar who I don't know like why did they let it, let him go I mean I think Akbar is excellent player and then there's GD Kanyuk same like okay shows glimpses of like quality with Buriram but then became a magician for um, Korat or Nakorajasima. Again, uh, that was that sounds like a, a, a D grade, but then I pushed it up to a C because they've been excellent since the return of Alexandre Gama. And then I, I think it's a good good season for the Thai guys like Super Cho who scored nine goals and became the club's top scorer for the season. Even the older guys like Jakapan Gelpom had an amazing year and nobody expected that. So overall, a C minus, which Mr. Nevin Chichop won't be happy with. Yeah, and just before I, I let you end your point there, who's who's the player of the season for Boy Rum? Oh. Super Show Sarashad, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, I think he yeah, he I think he carried the team in a lot of the, 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 the games this season. And that's great to see. For like a local player. All right. Now, back to me now for number three, Port. It's a a difficult one. Actually, this year I've gone to quite a few Port games because my my place in in Bangkok isn't too far from from Pat Stadium, actually. So I did watch a lot of them after the second COVID uh, break. So this season it's tough for Port, but I'm actually going to go with a B. I think they did all right. An A would have been a bit too high, but at the same time, it's third place and they finished third now for three years in a row. So considering Port's consistency, that right there earns them a B. 
the reason it's not a C is because they got they got Champions League for the next two years. You know, this this coming year, it's group stage phase, something they've never entered before. And the next year, they have another qualification game. And standout player Sergio Suarez, second season running now that he's a top goal scorer for the team. Definitely fairly voted into Tylee Central's team of the season. And I think Port, a lot of people might have expected this, you know, super team to go on and win the league, but it's very difficult. It's a very difficult league to win. They showed glimpses of how they can be a strong force going forward during the middle of the season where they went, I think, 10 games in all competitions, you know, wins in a row. But then they fell apart in the end, uh, lost a lot of games. At one point, I thought Sarawut was going to go, but I thought overall uh, Coach Oud was able to do a, a decent job. Not an A because they didn't finish top or they didn't finish second. But like I said, not a C because third place is very respectable and solid for Port. So yeah, a, a B grade for, for Port this season. I think that's a fair result for, for Port. Now... To fourth place, Sing Chim Rai, the reigning champs, moved down three spots to number four. Yin, what grade have you gotten with for them? Yeah, so with Chiang Rai, it's a bit tough uh, because it's hard to separate the cup and the league because the cup also gives them qualification to Champions League in 2022. Of course, they secured the this year's qualification through the league by coming fourth in the first leg. So I think if you don't include the cup win itself, it's a B plus. If you include the cup win, I give them an A. Um, and the reason for that is because they really didn't spend a lot of money and they haven't done for a long time. They actually haven't spent a lot since 2017. And they've managed to turn that one window that was effective, uh, as I mentioned with Alec on the previous pod, they managed to take one window of high spending and stretch that over multiple years. And the fact that they've, They've got themselves in the Champions League for this year and for next year, buys them a lot more time. And I think that this that those results of coming in the top four and winning the cup will could possibly completely change the future of the club. Because now there's more time and more resources. And if they use that correctly, they you know, they could continue this very successful period in their history. So overall I say that they're not in A outright A because some results they they've struggled with some performances were not the best. Um, they, they rode their luck at times, at points of the season. And I think that the, the coaching scenario uh, is, you know, something they should, they should think about resolving and being more, you know, being able to go through a whole year or multiple years with the same coach would benefit them. Because, of course, they replaced Alton Silva with Masami Taki, then with Emerson. I think if they had, you know, stuck with one coach, and uh, whether it would be Alton or Taki or whoever, I think they could have done even better if they just managed that situation better. But overall, uh, B-plus is pretty fair for Ching Rai. And as for the player of the season, I think he has to go to their captain, Pitiwat, uh, once again. Bill has a shout because he was consistent, reliable, worked really hard for them. But yeah, Pitiwat, I think it, it's pretty clear his influence in midfield is such a big deal for them. Yeah, so a B-plus grade for the reigning champs considering everything that they've been through during the season. I, I think that's a fair uh, result as well. All right, so we did the first four. Um, Paul, we're going to go back to you again. So you have Bangkok United to grade, finished fifth this season. Yeah, um, it's tricky. It's a very strange season for Bangkok United um, given that they started so well 
uh, won the first five games, I think, and they looked like set for uh, a title challenge and then they completely fell apart and I don't think they won one of the next 11 or 12 games at the time and obviously Mano Polking um, lost the management position. Um, I, I'm giving them a C. Uh, I don't think it be. I don't think it's a complete fail because I thought they they, they recovered um, from the mid-season slump, and they came very close to getting fourth place, which would have given them a Champions League qualifier. So, um, but you know, again, it's another disappointing season for a club that you know for for about three years was you know challenging for the title. Um, this year, they actually. They'd one point fewer than the previous season. They're down one place as well. So it's not progress, it's stagnation, um, if you look at it that way. Um, so I, I think I think a C is, it's not a fail, but it's a, it's a kind of average, dis- slightly disappointing. And also the cup semi-final. It's an, another example where they're in a big game and they're in a good position and they just can't get over the line. They were, they were the better team in the second half against Chiang Rai. Mm. They got the equaliser. And then they just they blew it in the final ten minutes, they, and that just seems to be a habit they've got in these big games. They they they, they come close, but they they end up on a losing side when they should probably win. And they would have had a, had a great chance in the final against Chambury if they if they got through. Yeah, um, standout player for me. Um, I don't think there's been any real standout players in, in this side, uh, but I think Nata took some. I've got to highlight him as. Um, a great big breakthrough season for him. I think 12 league goals um, for a striker that not few people have even heard about at the start of the season. Um, Thailand's not got many great goal-scoring strikers, and uh, I really hope he develops in the right direction now. And he's not that young. I think he's 22, possibly 23 now. Um, so he's, he's already at an age where he, he's, he should be becoming consistent, and I really hope that he gets the right coaching and he has the right attitudes to to get in the national team and become a prolific scorer. All right, thanks, Paul. Now, up in sixth place, this one might be a, a difficult one. Uh, Samut Prakan City. Yeah, I'm going to give Samut Prakan City a B+. It's been a excellent debut year for head coach Ishii. And I think he's done a great job in a difficult season a bit of a slow start to the year, but then as he get used to the squad, I think results and performance got more consistent. And it showed by how they they never left the top nine places on the table since um, match day 15. And they've used only 26 players. That's the third least out of all the, the, the Thai league clubs, only only more than Buriram and Thad. And Buriram, you know, they, they've got better resources and Thad. It's just, they're just a poor side. So, I mean, Ishii has to work with what he's got and he's, yeah, I mean, who nobody expects them to be playing so well, especially against the bigger side. They've got a result against away at Buriram, which really shows how, how, how dangerous they could be on their day. And yeah, and their player of the year, I could go with so many players, but what come my, the Thai league, goal, top goal scorer, Thai Daily, but my pick is Jaden Sakwongkorn, the Thai right winger. He's got 14 assists this season, and whenever you watch Samut Pagan, you know this is the, 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 the game changer. 
even more so than Tadeli, who sometimes looks a bit like on and off. So yeah, B plus. Yeah, fair, fair shout there. A B plus for somewhat Brakan City. Back to me. Now I get to do Revolution slash Mario Way slash anything you want. Um, yeah, so Mung Tong <laughs> finishing in seventh place. Uh, okay, worst finish in club history. Let's let's we have to get that out there first. But at the same time, you look at the points. They did finish one point more than they were last year, and Mario did win a lot of big games. The the obvious one. He was the only manager to beat VG not once but twice in the season. At the same time, though, there were there were periods where he went you know three four games without a win. So this one is very tough for me, but I'm gonna go with a solid B, a solid B. If you consider what happened with Gama during the first. I guess one third of the season, then that might have been a, a C. If you considered only what Mario did, might have been an A minus, B plus. But now, when you combine them together, I think it's a middle B, an 85%. percent. We're seeing glimpses of what the young Mung Tong players could do, passing it out from the back. You, you see what 20, 30 pass goals, but at the same time. There are still mistakes in this side. There are still mistakes that are happening over and over again. Not you know closing on on the passing lanes, letting men go during corner kicks, things like that. So overall, this season I'm giving Mung Tong a B. Standout player of the year. Gotta go with Sado Mirzaev. His goals were amazing. He's wearing that number 10 after Tiersen left. So. Already from the start, there was a lot of pressure on him, and he's a very reliable player, and he will be a, a key factor to what Mung Tong do for for the future. And I think this side overall has has still potential to grow even further and improve in the table for sure. But from what Mario's done in his first season, I think it's a respectable B. All right, now to eighth place this year. In eighth place, we have Ratchaburi Midpon. Gian, what's your grade for them? Yeah, so for Ratchaburi, I've gone with a B minus, um, which I think might be some people might think that's harsh because they did qualify for the Champions League, um, but and they came fourth to do that, which was very impressive after the first leg of the season. They had a very good start. They tailed off significantly in the second half of the season, so that is definitely a loss of points for them. There's a like with Chiang Rai, a pretty volatile coaching situation, or even more so than Chiang Rai, where I think Milos Jokic was in charge for maybe two games. Um, so again, in terms of the whole like, stability of the club, uh, that shows something is lacking. So that also makes me want to dock points from them a little bit. And they're in the group stage of the Champions League by by pure luck, effectively, because of Jiangsu Suning folding in the Chinese Super League and giving them a pass through to the group stage. Uh, so overall, I'd say a B minus is pretty fair. And for their best player, I think Philip Roller probably should get the shout. Longil as well is up there, but Longil, while he's incredible on his day, he he moves around the pitch a lot. You know, Ratchbury relied on to create a lot, so he doesn't often play. In his best position, whereas Roller pretty much always plays and always gets the freedom to run down that right-hand channel and create problems. So, yeah, Roller player of the season and B minus for Ratchaburi. 
All right, fair shout there for Rajabari. So we're now halfway through. Uh, just a quick recap for everyone out there. BG A plus, Buiram C minus, Port B, Chengwai B plus, Bangkok United C, Samut Prakan City B plus, Mengtong B, and Ratchaburi Midpoint B minus. Now to the bottom half of the table, Paul, you have Nakhon Rajasima. Very interesting season for the SWAT Cats. What grade have you gone with? Well, season of two halves. Um, so it's it's certainly, I'd say the first half of the season was a C and the second half is an A. So if you average those together, um, I'd, I'd give them a B, possibly a B plus. Um, because if you look at the improvement season on season, it, it's, you know, they're, they're eight points better off um, this season, the previous season. So uh, for that reason, I think uh, you have to, give them slightly a strong B rather than a, a, an average B. But yeah, not, not quite enough because the, the start of the season looked like they were going to be in a relegation battle. And we all know that the turning point in that incredible game at Tratt when they were 3-0 down uh, and Tratt committed football suicide by getting a stupid red card. And then Murillo scored four goals. And then from there on, they just, they just kick-started the season. And... Yeah, they didn't look back after that. They obviously made a key signing in Giddy Canuk um, in the transfer window. So he was he was very important. But, you know, they, I think the, the coach has to take a lot of credit to Irasak. He seemed to get the team going. The, the, the team spirit got was raised. And obviously, Dennis Marilla was a very big player for them. Just his character, his, his goals. Um, I think uh, he has to be named as their player of the year. Um, obviously, second top scorer in the league as well. Um, but yeah, I think um, it's going to be interesting what happens now because they've obviously quite, they've lost quite a few players already um, from the core that did well for them. But um, I think overall, SWAT Cats fan have, fans have to be happy overall with the season, even if it was a bit imbalanced. Mm, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a, a, an interesting one for Kola. It's so much potential heading into the year and they just you know fell off the track got back on the track and then uh finish off on a high so up you're next so you're gonna be going with number 10 pt virtual <laughs> i think it's a anti-climatic season for the pt virtual fans because I don't think they achieved much this season and it's a season of stagnation and for that reason I'm going to give it a, a, a C minus they managed 37 points this year that's the same as they did last season but then with a worst cup run because you know, last year they win the, the league cup and then I, I thought I thought am I being too mean but then I kind of think like they didn't really solve any issue we 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 highlighted at the beginning of the year. They're reliant on foreign players. They are still they they are still reliant on foreign players. Um, their big signing didn't work work out. William Enrique was a shadow of what he was in from the Chiang Rai um, champions season, and I think they've got loads of old. Thai players, guys like Amon and 
like a handful of them, and they're still around. So the way they ended the year, I don't feel optimistic about the season. The season coming up, so a C minus. And if I were to pick a player of the season for them, it's gonna be William Mota, the the striker, the Brazilian striker who people expected him to do well, and he did well. But apart from him, it's an average season to say the least for for the Killer Boss. All right, now back to me again. Police Taro, very very interesting year for Police Taro. Definitely got the hype when Mohamedou Sumare arrived in September, but what an absolute scam that was! Turned out to be one of the probably flops of the season, I'd say. Uh, Taro, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna go with a D for Police Taro. They finished with the same points as they did the year in 2018 that they got relegated, so not not a good season for them. They won a game on September 13th and didn't win again until December 13th. So talk about a large gap without wins there. And overall, it's very hard to pick a player of the season. If I had to go, I'd go with Dragan Boscovic. And it tells you all because that guy played half the season at Chunbury. And he's a top goal scorer with five goals. So Polish Zero. Awful season for them. I I expected more from this side. I think that they have they have players that can actually do a, a decent job. But most of the season, it's been a struggle. At, at at one point, I think they were down in in the relegation area, and a lot of people said that if Taro got relegated again, they they probably won't come up. So bad bad season for Police Taro. I'm actually surprised they finished as high as as where they did in the end. So. Yeah, I'm going to go with, with a D for Police Tarot. And, and moving on to Gien, you have Chonbri. Yeah, so again, you gave me a cup finalist in Chonbri. But if we're looking only at their league form, I have to say it's a D plus for Chonbri. It's really a terrible season. And I think there's a great article on Dale's website which puts it into perspective. So this... This season, they lost 53% of their games and won 30%. Their last good season, so the last season where they got you know, second place, they had 55% wins and 10% losses. So it's been a massive fall off in not many years. Uh, they've steadily declined in their points per, points per game. They were averaging two points per game in 2014, and now they're all the way down at 1.06. So it's a disaster of a season. Um, the only plus is the young players that came through. So Chennai Rong and Chat Bonkon, specifically as, you know, coming out of the academy, out of the feeder club, Banberg, and getting into the first team and doing very well. So they're the only plus Chumbri fans have to look at if you look at the league. And when you see the cup, I think that makes it even more frustrating because they did so well during the cup. They managed to play incredible football, attacking football when they needed to, like when they dismantled Trat. Then they also managed to play disciplined defensive football against Buriram. And against Chiang Rai, they were probably the better team on the pitch that day. So that makes it even more annoying for Chomburi fans. Like, where was this team the whole year? You know, where were they hiding? And when you go through the team selections from Sasson, the recruitment, uh, apart from Elstal, I think all the foreigners, no, Kelich and Elstal are saying all the foreigners are leaving. And continuity is so important. Um, 
And again, the recruitment, they didn't do very well. They signed JC, John, and Eliandro. They signed two target men of similar profiles and thought, okay, let's have both of them. And they wasted their, their AFC quota in the process. Like, there's just so many decisions, so many lineups. You look at it and you think, what has he, what is he thinking? He plays attacking football against Mung Tom and he plays defense football against Brett Jua. It just confused me to no end. And frankly, they, 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 they deserve this, this, what they got in the league. And I hope that the board reacts. Um, and I, I guess they have reacted with the signings they've already made and how well they did in the cup. Uh, and personally, I mean, the cup run has changed most people's opinions. But I think on the merits of the league season itself, that's not enough for Saswam to get another year. And the fact that he's gotten one means he has, from day one, he's got to be doing pretty well. He's got to improve on this pretty quickly because it was a, in terms of the league, it's a disaster for Shambury. Yeah, and player of the... Oh, it's a tough one, but I've got to go probably with Chris Sadaka, man, just because consistency and reliability and there's so much inconsistency in that team. You know, if you look at when the when they all turned up to play well in the FA Cup, you know, when Eliandro started scoring and playing well, hold up play, when Warachit turned into, I don't know, a prime playmaker once again. <laughs> sure, that, that those guys are more glamorous than Gritsada, but Gritsada is the only one in that team who's been consistent from day one to match day one to match day 30, and no other player has been. Hmm. All right, now to the final four, the final four that you don't want to be around because these are positions 13, 14, 15, and 16, three of which got relegated. Paul, you got the the lucky one, uh, number 13, the last team not to go down. Supanri did so in very, very late fashion. Um, Broke my heart, but what's uh, Supanri's grade? Um, I'm giving them a D. Uh, I, I don't think they. I don't think they can call it a passing grade this season. It's another club where I, I don't really know what direction they're going in. Um, stagnation is is a good word to use, but it's, it's, I kind of feel a bit sad about it because when when they were when they were in the in the starting and top tier. They were an exciting club. They looked like they were going to be challenging the big teams. They had a good support. I think they had the second or third best um, crowds in the league yeah. in yeah. around 2014. But um, obviously, investment's gone out of the club. Ambition has left it. And for the second year in a row, they're very, very lucky to keep their place in, in T1. They, they only stayed in last year because of the demise of PTT Rayong. And this year, they actually got less. They got two points fewer this season. So they're not getting any better. Um, and the player of the year for them is Leandro Asamsav. Again, a player who was only there for half of the campaign. But only his goals and his drive, I think, that, that was key to them staying up. Um, because I saw, I saw quite a few of their games in the final stages and he was giving it giving it his all. I really thought he was a real asset to them. Remember the first few games of the season, we thought Cassie Deck was going to have a big year. Um, Eliandro looked like a, big, a good buy. But at the end of the day, they, they, they had to rely on a 35-year-old Brazilian to, to get them out of jail. And yeah, I thought, I thought he, was, he was immense for them. But a poor season overall. And, but expectation-wise, I, I predicted them to get relegated. So I, I was wrong on that one. <laughs> so in, terms of my, in terms of my expectations, they've actually done better than I thought they would. Uh, but nevertheless, it can't, it can't be called a successful season. Yeah, Paul, before I go to Op, fun stat I got for you. Both Herlison Kion and Leandro Asimsao joined 
Supan Buri in the second leg. And guess what? They're both joint top scorer with seven goals each. So 14 goals from them in the second leg basically kept them up. The, the the two the two foreigners they signed so talk about a, a great buy there you go Harrison Kion and Asosau and you know what both of them also got big deals somewhere else now this summer so credits <laughs> to them credits to them <laughs> to yeah. I don't know if those deals are a good thing or a bad thing for Supanburi losing those two players to a new T2 club that's another discussion to have though <laughs> all right up. This one's going to make me cry. Sukhothai FC no longer in the Thai League One. What grade are you going? Uh, it's only a, a, D, a D for Sukhothai. I've got nothing good to say about Sukhothai. They've, got, they've hired a promising young Thai coach, Coach An Surapong Kongtep. And there were hints of quality. There were hints of the, the team kind of adapting to Coach An's. Like, kind of counter-attacking football. And they look good. Uh, but then, over the long long runs, they just kind of faded. And then that intensity, that hunger just left the squad. And it's just been sad. It's, it's, it's sad watching John Bajo doing everything. He's coming deep. He's drifting wide. He's crossing. He's shooting. Free kicks. Penalty. He's in the box and he's chasing down opposition strikers he's doing everything like he couldn't keep them up and so it's a d a poor year for Sukhothai and they they don't deserve to be in the Thai league even Mm. though they're not they're just as bad as Supan who stayed up and my player of the the year is John Bajo I hope that guy earns a big money move elsewhere and I'm not. I won't be surprised if he left to like abroad. But then, uh, finger crossed, he stays in in the Thai league, and we get to see more of him. Mm. Yeah, tough tough season for Sukhothai, who joined Thai league back in 2016, and now they will have to depart. I'm going with number 15. So Trad FC. This one is. An F. It has to be an F for for Trat because what else? What else can you say? They didn't win a single home game in the second leg. Just let that let that sink in. Home game, no wins in in the entire second leg. So I, maybe the maybe, maybe the whole season even. I don't even know at this point. But yeah, for Trat, poor year for them. Stand out player Sathapon Dengsi just because he got the call up to the national team. But from the get-go, I mean, they they were such a different side last year. They had the, the triple D up top, Dumbuya, Durasimi, um, as well as Diubiram. And this season, from, from the start, they just sold all of them. They got rid of all of them. A, a lot of issues, I know that we're not going to get into that. But really, a, a lifeless side, a lot of people didn't expect them to to be this bad and they all of a sudden just got owned by pretty much everybody and i think we sort of knew that that we're gonna go down since match day seven or eight i think they started the season off with consecutive loss 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 until it was at that point where everybody just said yeah that's gonna go down um so yeah they've gotten f this season not much else to to talk about, Rod. I hope that 
somehow they they get their you know mojo back together and maybe come back to the tiley again but it's hard to see it's it's a very hard to see trot come back up again and yeah very very bad year for trot so i'm going to go with an f and last but not least gian you have the honors of giving the grade to rayon yeah and i checked your stat on trot and it's correct they didn't win a single home game all of their four wins came away from home <laughs> so yeah that is actually true they didn't win a single home game this season and i agree with the f but i have to give rayon a d maybe d minus but a bit better than trot because of the starting point right because obviously they both had terrible seasons and were way far from any form of safety at all but trot had a great squad on their hands which they let go and let go of some amazing foreign players versus Ryan who I think they themselves were surprised to get promoted right they came up because of Sisakate's point deduction as well they were not probably prepared in terms of club infrastructure to come up um and they went through a bunch of different managers they never had a squad capable of doing anything uh and at the end they had to deal with some serious financial problems so it depends who the grade goes to because if the grade goes to the players and the manager Masamitaki then you should get cut them some slack because they weren't working with a lot the players had to had to play with with unpaid wages was reported for a while uh, taki had to work as well with barely any resources and despite that they they fought they put in a good effort and they got themselves four wins uh, which is fairly you know given the squad squad they had including a win over manchester united which is pretty memorable for them i think with the squad they had the players and the manager certainly get some slack Uh, the club as a whole if you count the way the rest of it was managed obviously is an f but there's some positive signs there and for rayong's player of the season uh, i guess people quite were happy with meti saracham and his, how he played but i've got to give it to tepitak who registered uh, six assists which is pretty decent in a squad that still doesn't score many goals he's pretty dangerous down the wing he's still young and i think that a t1 club would do well to pick him up for next season and there we have it all 16 clubs have now been graded i'll just run them all back at you again bga plus buiram c minus port b chengrai b plus bangkok c semuprakan b plus mengtong b rajburi b minus korat b prachuap c minus tero d chunbri d plus supanbri d sukhothai d tra f and Rayong D. A lot of a lot of D's. We, we're quite harsh. We are quite harsh, aren't we? All right, now to the last segment. We're going to go in the same order. So Paul, then up, myself, and finishing off with Gian. Pick a grade. Pick a grade that you maybe disagree with the most and talk about why you might want to change that grade. So Paul, kick things off which grade do you disagree with the most i think obs the teacher i wouldn't like to have he sounds like a very tough marker um <laughs> i thought i thought he was he was a bit harsh on prachuap with a c minus but i think the one that stands out is buram a c minus um i agree 100% agree that buram his signings were a bit of a catastrophe a bit farcical um the way they chopped and changed the foreign signings but um they had a bad start but after that they were as consistent as bg pretty much so over the final 20 games of the season um they they won 
and they actually had more points and they'd won more point than BG. So I think it's harsh. I'd, I'd give the Buriram a B, um, fairly solid season. Obviously, they're always wanting to win the to win the league, but I think um, based on I know we're judging over the whole season rather than just the this the second or the final twenty games, but I think um, I think to to go for C minus just seems a little bit too tough on them because. Uh, in other seasons, they, they would have done enough, um, and they, they were five points better off than the previous season. So it's not, they're not stagnating. They're, they just need to get the recruitment back in order, and I think they've got the right coach back now. Disagreement there on Buram. That's very harsh. <laughs> Minus. If Gama listens, you already know what he's going to say. You already know. <laughs> All right. Well, you're up next. Which grade do you want to change? Like, what did you give Mung Tong again? So Mung Tong was given. Uh, I gave them a B, a solid B. Yeah, I I thought that was that was a bit too uh, you a bit too kind. Uh, I would give Mung Tong like a, a C plus or a C. Of course, I'm just gonna mark down. Of course, he's gonna mark yes. down. Yes, <laughs> like, I I thought I thought Mung Tong. I thought the man management of how they dealt with how Sarat and Alison Komrat left the club. I thought that was they could they could have done much better. They didn't they didn't deal with how Gamma left the club well as well, and uh, and how Dang Wan Lam left. Though there were controversy, there were walls of words, and I don't think for a club of Mung Tong's size, history, and for what Mung Tong wants to be. I think they they could have done better in the man management department. So, a, a C plus for me. Yeah, uh, C C plus just because just because someone didn't say what Damon Lam wanted here when he left. Oh, I see what. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, it's my job. Yeah. Um, my turn now. I'm actually gonna bump up the marks for Kolan, and I think Paul, you did Kolan, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna bump the the marks from a B to an A minus. I understand what happened at the beginning of the season was was bad, but I think what they've able to achieve alone in the second leg deserves to be at least an A minus. There's a lot of problems internally for the club during the COVID period. Coach Joe basically got a group of of players that aren't aren't that in terms of quality. It's probably a B grade at most. Entire back four of Thai players, we've never seen that. We rarely see that in, in Thai league. And what they achieved, they turned their home ground into a fortress. They went on, I think, a, a five-game win streak or six-game win streak even in the season. That's probably up there as one of the, the the best win streaks of the year. Probably the third best behind uh, behind what Port did and what uh, what BG did. So I think they deserve more more than a a, a B grade, and I think that they should be at at least an A minus from that alone and what they did in the second leg. Many great moments from them. I think that the lows are covered up by all the highs that they did there. And last but not least, Gian. Yeah, so I, I agree with with Paul highlighting Buriram and Prachuap as tough grades from off. Uh, since he went with Buriram, I'll, I'll go with Prachuap. I mean, a C plus, uh, they got the same number of points that they did last season. They didn't win the League Cup because there was no League Cup, uh, and I, I mean, they could have gone in the cup run, but one game away at Nongbua, you know, shouldn't really affect the grade that much. And I, I say that you guys would have given 
much open A minus last season, and now it's a C, C minus. Over basically the cup run is the only thing different. Um, and again, you said that they didn't solve the problems that that they had at the start of the season. Like, what what could they have done with that budget that they have? You know, like with a club like Pachuca in its tiny stadium, uh, not much money, budget wise. You know, and how much can they do? I think it's one of those clubs where staying in the league is a success for them. I think we got a bit too hyped up when they won the when they won the cup. Maybe if that if the ASEAN uh, the ASEAN tournament club tournament had happened, they could have used it as a launching pad for for greater things. Uh, and like it's a genuine question: what, how much can Pachuca do? Because each year the league seems to get tougher as more teams from T two come up with with you know ambition and and to to, to do well. You know, of course, Nongbua and Chiang Mai will come up. Both of them look like they're very ambitious clubs. Whoever wins the playoff. Kankan or Nakon Patom, they're both pretty financially sound. So for them, just surviving in the, in the Thai league is a success. And I think what they've done with hiring Taki and trying to work as well as they can on the small budget, I think overall 37 points is pretty good for Pachua. And I'll say quickly that I think you were being too nice to Port. I, a bit, I mean, I don't want to think, I'm sorry for bringing up two grades, but this, like, do, did you factor the floodlights into your grade? Because you should, you should really. I, 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 the lights went out. Like that, like that's one of the most basic things. It should be in the marking criteria. You know, they have like the rubric of the difference. Like, oh, do does the stadium function? Can I play football in my home ground? Should be one of the marking criteria bands in the grade. All right, thank you so much for joining us throughout this season. It's been a great ride having you along for Thai League Central podcast. This is our final episode of season one. Once again, from Paul, Op, Gian, and myself, Ta Habunkap. Thank you so much for everything. And we'll see you next season for season two, pretty much, of Thai League Central. Hope that you can be following us during the off-season period and see you again later in 2021. Sorry, guys.